Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Blaze and Rye. Today on the show, you know her from MTV's Legally Blonde, The Search for Elle Woods, All My Children on ABC, and also the hit Broadway shows Tarzan, Cass, Dracula the Musical, and 42nd Street. No idea what's going to happen today. It's Selena Carvajal. Here we go. Since they're trying I mean, to work on this new musical now, 
I mean, are we suggesting that maybe there could be a return engagement of this to come? <laughs> I'm, sadly, I wouldn't know. I would love to be able to suggest that officially, but I, you know, I don't know about these things until right before they happen. Well, I don't know if Kate Doyle is listening, but uh, if you are, you should call in. Let us know if that is going to happen. <laughs> yeah, Kate, call in. No good. I don't think we'll call in. Um, yeah, but I don't know. What do you? Uh, what? What else do you want to talk about? <laughs> um, I, I, you know, I had a great time back in New York last week. It was like a really good break for me, although I had a lot of work to do because I was sick. So it, it was busy, and I took a few classes. I took a lot of dance, actually. Probably the most dance I've taken in a few months. So that was really nice. I got a lot of exercise out of that. So I certainly can't complain too much. But um, I did see uh, Spider-Man. Oh, dear. How how was that? Uh, let me put it this way. And actually, uh, our good friend Justin actually put it this way. Um, you remember Spider-Man 3? Yeah, uh, not a good movie. Okay, it was worse than that. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> oh my god, I cannot believe you just called me to do an actual spit take. I was literally drinking water just now, and when you said that, I spat it all over the ground in my kitchen. Is this the first time on Blaze and Rye that everybody... That anybody has done a spit take? <laughs> yeah, and it was real. That wasn't even... I couldn't have planned that. It is all over the place. It reminds me, actually, of Nathan Lane. You remember when he was on the actor's studio and he was talking and, they were, and I guess um, uh, James Lipton read a line about um, German, something about Germany and he said, you know, and this guy named Napoleon and or, or Frankfurt, and then Nathan Lane spits out his wife like, Frankfurt! And it's like, it gets a huge laugh. That's the first time they did a spit take. <laughs> That's great. Um, but, you know what, Jonathan, uh, before, we'll continue this in a moment, but before we get to that, we are now joined by our featured guest, Selena Carmel. <laughs> Hi. Hey, how Hello? are you? Hey. I'm I'm good. I'm I'm on an iPhone and AT and T sucks. <laughs> oh no. I oh, know, no. right? Problems? No, no, it's it's fine for now, but if uh if all of a sudden I disappear, you'll know why. You can blame AT and T. Or really that actually, actually happened last night and we <laughs> did blame AT and T last night for uh Danielle Camastra going in and out. Oh, well, you've been there blaming you Verizon so much. It's, it's, it's well, no, no, no. You can't blame you can't blame Verizon. Verizon actually has no, really good never service. Can. You can oh, never absolutely. blame Verizon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, are you still no, arguing but, uh, already? We're arguing already. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Ongoing, I, I know I'm yeah. right because he's a child. You know, he's a former child actor, and I, I'm just. <laughs> Okay, so let's address this feud. Well, I was just pointing out that Ryan actually hates um, hated Verizon for a while. You went on a rampage this summer. Well, they have really horrible um, customer service in their stores. That's the problem with Verizon. On the phone, it's okay, but in the store, 
uh, on the Upper East Side, over near you, Jonathan, I have never dealt with such incompetent morons. You no, 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 no. On the Upper but East you're gonna, Side. You're going you're gonna to deal with incompetent morons no matter where you go. Customer service, like good customer service, does not exist anymore. It just doesn't. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> so listen, just because Verizon, that one store, doesn't have good customer service, don't think that all the other stores do. <laughs> Everywhere it doesn't have good customer service. I will say the uh, store on the Upper West Side on about 74th, they probably have the best customer service compared to any of them I've been. And so, oh, really? Uh, and the guys are actually really – no, I mean, I got my phone there. They're <laughs> extremely helpful. Um, and this was when we got our family flat in the city. And literally, they, they were just really easy to deal with. All right. Well, as fascinating as this is, let's get down to the nitty-gritty here. Uh, now, uh, Selena um, and Jonathan, you you two started your epic feud on the Broken Leg podcast. Uh, anyone yes. who uh, – or everyone should check this podcast out on iTunes. It's Selena's very popular Broadway uh, podcast that is listened to internationally. Um, <laughs> you, sh- uh, you guys, now, here's, okay, here's my first question about this feud. Um, now, what, what, Selena, what's your deal with Jonathan DeMar? What do you got against the boy wonder? He's the most gentle creature I've ever come across next to his hungry poodles. <laughs> yes. Well, he's a, he's a gentle giant as such. Um... <laughs> I don't know. And listen, I hear, I hear, <laughs> I hear, I hear child actor. I think, I think, you know, spoiled, didn't know what they had when they were young, wasted it all away on drugs and alcohol and hookers, and then went and hit bottom and had to find their new way in life. So they decided to go to college and get some forms of education when really all they really want to do is return to the former glory that they once had had. So yeah, I mean that's so I have no real respect for for child actors because they never really they um they never really you know say exactly what they want. They're always like, no, no, I really I I really wanted to get an education. I wanted to further my my mind. I wanted to be smarter. Whatever, who cares? They just want to be in the spotlight again. Don't lie to me. It's true. So you know, it, it's just that's I have no respect. <laughs> So, Jonathan, she doesn't respect you. How do you respond to that? No, I, I mean, I get Selena's point pretty clearly. Um, there are definitely people like that out there. And Listen, sure, Jonathan, I mean, you can't tell me that you didn't have, like, a night with, like, hookers and, like, like coke and, like, whiskey everywhere, rock and roll when you were, like, seven or eight years old, going home from your Broadway shows. <laughs> Didn't you uh, say, Jonathan, that you uh, you hung out with Pussywig? Didn't you used to hang out with Pussywig? What? <laughs> Didn't you hang out with Pussywig? Ryan, 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 Ryan. Ryan, Ryan the Christmas Ryan. Carol. Wasn't the character Fezzy Pussywig? Is the, it's the character Fezziwig. Oh, oh. it was on stage. But it wasn't real. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Ryan, you're getting... Fixing it. You're getting carried away. <laughs> Let's see, Wig. What a wonderful, what a wonderful thing. I think that's, I think that's called a, a merkin. A pussy wig is called a, a merkin. Featured merkin clasher. <laughs> yes. Actually, a, fr- a, a friend of mine. Actually, well, remember Maggie? You, you remember Maggie? She had just filmed a, um, a music video with all merkins. 
all different types of merkins. And I actually watched the video, and it was definitely her legs <laughs> and her wow. her lower parts. Okay, so a merkin <laughs> is a wig for your nether parts down there As if you're a female. Now, Selena, what is the point of that? What is the point of a merkin? I guess if a yeah. girl doesn't want to... If I guess if a girl doesn't want to like be fully naked, she can wear like a wig so it looks like she's totally naked, but she's not really. I mean, really, it's like, it's like, it's like the whole, it's like the listen, it's like the whole nipple thing. It's like you feel naked if your nipple's out, but if you just cover your nipple with like one little thing and it's just your nipples covered, you you feel covered or you feel not naked. I don't understand that. That's one thing that is, like, it's beyond me with women is that I'm naked when my nipple's uncovered, but you put a little round thing over my nipple, and all of a sudden I am totally clothed. Wow. So would you ever pose naked? I believe that I have. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> no, I haven't, I haven't ever posed naked. But I did do Broadway Bears one year, and that's when I really discovered the – the whole, like, you know, it's like wearing the tassels. It's like uh, uh, the whole, like, oh, I'm naked, now I'm not naked feeling. It's so weird. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't quite understand I think tassels it. are kind of sexy, like in burlesque shows and stuff. No good? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. And the, the little things that you put on your boobs that are not a bra. I don't even know. I'm the worst at figuring out words for things. Like, I know... Pasties, pasties. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it took me that long to get to pasties. No, pasties. Um, yeah, pasties are sexy when they have when they're tassels. But it's again, it's that that idea of if you a pasty is basically can be either bigger than your nipple or like the size of. And so if you have a pasty on, you're clothed. And if you have a pasty off, you're totally naked. So I don't understand the difference. I mean, really. <laughs> okay, so back to this, this feud. Um, now, okay. so all your in, insults just now to Jonathan, I don't think that that's nearly as bad as it could have been. I mean, it could be like a, a, a different stroke situation where Todd Bridges is the only one left and the other two. Is, uh, and he was the one who was in the most trouble with drugs and didn't need to have a murder trial and went to jail. And then Gary Coleman and, and Dana, what are, what's her name? They're both dead. So I think, Jonathan, you, you kind of turned out pretty well, no? No. <laughs> no. Jonathan didn't I, I turn do. out well. Listen, you, this is a radio show. You guys don't even know. You don't even know uh, what Jonathan was doing at my house in Williamsburg it, on the podcast. You don't even know. What? It's a crazy, crazy, crazy motherfucker. <laughs> uh, Jonathan, what were you doing? Yeah. Let me Let me first of all say, thank God I did not end up like those child stars. And yeah. um, the... But seriously, though, um, the jobs that I had, luckily, I wasn't influenced that sort of thing. I sort of had my parents around me all the time. And I think a lot of the kids did who were on Broadway, like, remembering back. And I just, it, it's it's funny um, looking now at the whole thing. They're, they're like uh, particular things that I didn't even remember about the whole scene, be, partly because us kids really didn't... Um, weren't really part of that whole shtick. I mean, maybe some of us were, but half the time we probably didn't know who it was. So, 
I have no idea no, what you're I, talking I, I about, Jonathan. I don't have to be involved in the uh, dirty... Uh, <laughs> are you high right team. now? Are, are you high right now? You're not making any <laughs> sense whatsoever. You're being so secretive and elusive. You're not like... <laughs> You're not being specific. You're like, no, I, you're like I, I, that thing. I, we didn't know anything about that I, thing. <laughs> so come on. <laughs> Listen, I'm just messing with you. No, Jonathan, you're a sweet dear boy. You're a sweet dear boy. No, but in all seriousness, it, it is interesting, though. I, I could see... In that sort of community. Is that you, Ron? Uh, no, that no, no. was Selena. <laughs> ah. Boy, we have two people Listen, that sound like they Jonathan. Have Jonathan, you're not doing much for your image right now. You're talking <laughs> like you are high as a kite. <laughs> no, you're, you're, Jonathan, you're not high, are you? No, I'm not. <laughs> This is one of the situations where I feel like Eric Howard Stern. This is one of these situations, I swear to God, Ryan. Mm-hmm. That should be on Howard Stern? No, I'm not saying I should be. I wouldn't want to be on Howard Stern. What? What? But you, you think I'm that much of a joke? So You're not a joke. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> no, like, the, <laughs> people, like, the, the idiots really go on Howard Stern. That's... The real idiots or call in it. No, 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 no. Howard Stern likes to have like, like um, porn stars on, and they make fun of the porn stars for like what they do and who they are, and they make them do things and they film it, whatever. But sometimes they actually have really interesting people on there who are really funny and intelligent, or you know, just like stars that call in when they're all fucked up or high or something, and they just joke and laugh. But it's I don't know. Howard Stern isn't quite as lowbrow as you might think, but I, I mean, <laughs> listen, <laughs> I'm a proponent for Howard Stern. Apparently, Howard Stern was a big fan of um, Legally Blonde, the search for Elle Woods. Really? Really? Yeah. <laughs> I know. Now that's you know. That, now that's something you don't hear every day. It's something you've never heard before. <laughs> Actually, so while we're on that, let's, 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 <laughs> yeah, let's talk about you, Selena, a little bit, shall we? Um, oh, so, fine. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, well, so you were on this, this MTV reality show, uh, Legally Blonde. What what was that experience like? Um, it was, um, oh, God, what can I say about it? that I haven't already said about it. Uh, <laughs> it's basically like filming a totally plotted TV show where they just don't tell you the script yet. And um, it's, I don't know, it, it was it was a weird, bizarre experience. I, I'm happy I did it because it was actually really fun to do. But it was also, I don't know, it was a stressful no one will understand what it's like to be on a reality television show until they're actually on a reality television show. The shit that goes mm-hmm. down, the things that they tell you, the things that they make you do, the you know the way that they try to manipulate you to get you to do things, say things, or like be a certain way. 
It's it's kind of amazing. It's very plotted out. It's not just like Selena. Selena, what did you just say? Feel what? What did you just say? Feel what? What? What kind of way? I don't I don't know. What did I just say? To be to feel (laughs) a certain way. To feel. Is that is that like um like a Pee Wee Herman thing like the 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 like the yeah, word of the day? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I didn't even think about okay. it like that actually. But actually, Ryan, while we're mm-hmm. on that topic, I was interested. Um, it's funny. I had a uh, friend, I guess, who did a Grease. You're the one I want, and it was sort of similar to what you were just mentioning. Um, mm-hmm. But what I find so funny about it is the promo basically says. None of you have been on Broadway, but in the end, one of you will become a star. Did you find that kind of hysterical to listen to? It was fucking annoying. But you know what they wanted me (laughs) to pretend? They wanted me to pretend like I had never done a show before. And so, you know, I was like, all right. And they were like, we we also want you to pretend like you don't know any of these people. And because I knew everyone involved, like all the the guests, all the – like, I knew everyone. So they were like, just pretend like you're meeting them for the first time. I was like, okay, but don't you know that the Internet exists and that if people just look me up, they'll see that I've been in four Broadway shows and I actually have, like, done shows with these people? Like, how would yeah. I not know them? So, um, so yeah, it was annoying. And then they were like, my favorite one is in the first the first episode is we, we meet our mentor for the show, like our quote-unquote mentor. And I was like, it's going to be – Somebody awesome. It has to be like Patty Lapone or, or like somebody like that. Like it has to be because who's going to teach us anything about Broadway other than somebody huge like that? Like, why wouldn't yeah. they get someone like that? And who and walks out? Haley fucking Haley, <laughs> Haley Duff, whatever the fuck. Oh, she comes oh. out and it's like, uh, yeah. it's like you. Fucking, fucking assholes. I, that's how I felt to the producers. I was like, I've done more, I've worked more shows and and done more things than this fucking girl who has done one show and for like three months <laughs> and has never done anything since and she's going to be my mentor? Fuck off. Oh my so God. I was kind of disappointed in that. Yeah, and then we I, also got picked on our Huh? So you didn't take anything she said seriously then, Haley Duff? Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. She was there. Listen, you know, it was fine, whatever. She was there. I was smiling, whatever. It was it's just a game show, and I knew it was like a game. And it was just like that kind of thing. So I'm, how can you take MTV seriously? But I actually, in the back of my mind, saw it that maybe possibly I would be, you know, I would have, like, someone cool who was going to be my mentor, like someone who had done a ton of stuff, you know? Even, like, Alan yeah. Cummings or someone or like that. Like, like, you would just think there's so many people like that that you can even just think of off, off the top of your head. Not Haley Duff, right? Yeah, Haley Duff. <laughs> right. And, um, but this series was uh, literally after they did uh, Weekly Blonde on um, – Television. They that was the first time I guess they aired. Well, not the first time. I'm excuse me. The the time I guess on uh, national television, not public TV, 
or the air to Broadway show it's what? in its entirety. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. I know. I'm thinking yeah, PBS exactly. because they do a lot of. Oh, PBS. Because they do a lot of Broadway. But this is the first time I guess it was on national television. And But I'm curious, um, what was the atmosphere like in terms of between you and the other girls? Because it must have been somewhat competitive. What? No. My God, no. It was just like, um, I don't know. Anyone who has done, like, a Broadway show, um, off-Broadway, any kind of community theater, any kind of show, any kind of theater show will understand what a female dressing room is like. And it was just like that. It was like compadres. We'd mess around. It was a lot of joking around. There wasn't a whole lot of seriousness, and no one really, like, we all we all wanted to book the job because um, it was more of, like, an audition to me and less of, like, it was a competition series that I was, taking it more as like I'm um, just auditioning for this part and um, yeah. we all wanted to have we all wanted to book the job just like every girl going to an audition in Broadway wants to book that one job and it you know there was really no kind of um, I don't know there was there, the cattiness that anyone saw on the show was totally it was fabricated by the by the producers because that's what they, they wanted us to be really you know shitty catty and like bitchy to each other but we weren't and it was frustrating for the producers so they tried their hardest to really cause a lot of drama and, but it never really happened so and, and, wasn't oh, and another thing uh-huh. what what no what go ahead no go, go ahead I'll, I'll get you after okay no I was going to say and one of the one of the main reasons why I did the show one of the main reasons was because I thought I was going to live in, in like, an awesome loft in, like, New York for a couple of weeks. <laughs> uh-huh. They shafted happened? us on that, too. <laughs> where, where did they, they shafted where did us they on that, you? too. They, it was, when they put the show together, they put it together so last minute. That's why I really don't think that they got the people that they really, like, the, the mentor that they really wanted or, like, they got the apartment that they really wanted because it was all last minute. We ended up staying in a um, solarium up at the top of the Empire Hotel <laughs> that it wasn't an apartment or it wasn't even, like, a penthouse or anything. They made it into our apartment, and it was, like, a bar. It was, like, really, actually, it was a bar um, that they turned into, like, our house, quote-unquote, <laughs> and we were running when we we went inside to like look around and all the girls were running around screaming whatever, and I was looking around and I was like okay all right and then I was there was like another curtain so I was like oh I'll go through this curtain but it's awesome I went to the curtain and it was like all of the stuff from the bar like packed in the back like it was just like a storage room I was like fuck <laughs> oh my goodness so, whatever. oh my oh whatever was there a lot of late nights. Um, no, because I sleep a lot, and um, <laughs> some of the some of the girls some of the girls would stay up chatting late, but I would usually go to bed early because we'd have to get up so early to do our so, day. Our days would usually we'd wake up at seven o'clock in the morning, and um, they'd start filming us at eight o'clock in the morning, and then um, we wouldn't get yeah, home, or we wouldn't go. We wouldn't get home. They wouldn't stop filming us until midnight or so. Oh wow! So, so they were long. I mean, it wasn't. Wasn't there a um a time I heard on one of your Broken Light podcasts? I can't remember which guest it was, but 
I think it was somebody who did this show with you on MTV that that either they or you were instructed to trick the other one, and you guys were friends, but you had to. There was something that the producers told one of you to do. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Nikki Snelson. That was Nikki Snelson's podcast. Um, she was actually one of the guests. Like that, like what she's she was in the in the Broadway show. She was one of our guests, and they told her in our audition. This is for our audition. They told her she was basically acting opposite us to drop a line to see what we would do, right? Right. And it's just one of those things. It's like it's our audition. That doesn't happen in an audition room. <laughs> if you go to an audition, your reader, if they aren't spot on for you because it's your audition and you're nervous and you you know you just got this stuff they're not spot on I mean that's not a good thing so the fact that yeah. she dropped the line on purpose and she didn't want to do it either so she felt really bad and I've known Nikki for a really long time too so I mean I was so pissed off. I was so mad at her for doing that and I was like god damn it have how you did, no integrity how, <laughs> how did you handle it when when it happened Fine, I handled it fine. But unfortunately, they decided to use mine um, in the show. They edited mine so that a, um, when she dropped the line, I, I had like a little pause waiting for her to like continue. And then mm-hmm. when I'm about to continue on with the scene, they put a commercial break in. And then after the commercial break, they replayed the pause. So it looked like I had been pausing the entire commercial break. <laughs> Oh, oh my God! <laughs> so it was really not fair, and I mean, you know, it, it was frustrating. But none of us really did all that bad of a job, and also um, only one, only one of the girls, like really, really, like kept talking, 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 talking. Like she really kind of improv the scene. But mm-hmm. um, but other than that, it was like it was a small pause, and then I continued on with the scene. It wasn't like wasn't like an epically long five minute commercial break pause that they like planned it out to be. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh Danny in the chat room just said, Wow, M T V bringing the class as always. As yeah. always, yeah. For sure. Right. That was kind of the moment yeah. I was like, All right, all right, fuck. <laughs> I should have seen this coming. I'm smarter than this. Whatever. Hey Ryan, I just have a quick question actually that maybe sure. pop this week week one thing off, but I happened to hear in one of the promos, um, I guess you were saying, and you were talking about being the rocker, really the mm-hmm. rocker of the group. And you you were saying, they used to call me trouble in high school. I made out with everyone. Everyone. <laughs> well, Could you clarify this? <laughs> oh, no, it was just... You know, in high school, you're stupid. It's it's just stupid. It's really a stupid thing. I stayed a virgin until out of high school, so the only thing I really did was like kiss. So that was that was why. It was not. I mean, the rest of my friends were sluts. <laughs> <laughs> I was trouble. I was. I was tr- yeah, I was troubled because I was troubled because you couldn't get into my pants. Like you could not sleep with me. That's mm-hmm. why I was trouble. Because the boys, they would, they were, they couldn't sleep with me. So you were bound to get blue balls if you went out on a date with me. <laughs> um, yeah. But looking back on that, I probably shouldn't have said that. I mean, I didn't 
you know, it makes me sound like such a slutty whore, but it really the the idea of that is the fact that the trouble did not mean that I was like a slut and like fucked everyone. It was the trouble was that I did it and that was the problem. That's why guys probably trouble because it was just like you could not get me to sleep with you. <laughs> Um, Selena, is this the longest you've gone on a podcast without taking a shot of Jameson, or have you done it? <laughs> I know, I must seem like such a drunk. God, I seem like such a slutty, <laughs> whorish, like, bitter, drunk, like, awful human being. I just seem like such a terrible person. But I'm not, I, I, don't, I don't drink all that often. I really like to drink, in fact. But I thought that the Jameson shot was kind of fun just to have on my podcast, which I haven't done in a while. So I'm, I'm anxious to get back to, um, to do my podcast to uh, to have my Jameson shot. But, yes, I guess this is the longest I've ever podcast without doing a Jameson shot. But I have <laughs> I have other things in front of me. I've got my I've got my iced tea. I've got my – let me do a quick shout-out to Starbucks Green Iced Tea. <laughs> shout-out, and, Starbucks. Um, yeah, and uh, I love their green iced tea. And then um, – Cheez-Its. I love Cheez-Its. I'm nibbling on some Cheez-Its. Actually, you want to wind up like uh, Matt Lisey, though, and choke in the middle of the interview, though. So be careful. Oh, oh no. He choked in the middle of the interview. What happened? What do you mean he choked? Do you, like, need the Heimlich? No, he, was he, was yeah. he was eating fries. Yeah. He was eating French fries during Ryan's <laughs> and, uh, Actually, Selena, first off, let me just say, have you had the green tea lemonade, ice cream tea lemonade from Starbucks? Gross. It's fantastic. Okay. Gross. Do not pollute right. my tea with anything other than ice. Ice and tea. That's all I need. No sugar. No shitty sugar crap. Ew. Like, I like it nice and bitter and cold. Bitter and cold, just like me. <laughs> okay. Well, here's what happened with Matt Lisey. Oh, my God. Okay. for a second. Ooh. Hang on. What happened? Okay. No problem. You okay? Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, you're gonna laugh at me. I got like, I'm eating French fries. Um, it's kind of, uh, kind of apropos, but um, one got lodged in my throat. But anyway, um. <laughs> oh my god. Selena, you have no idea which, if you're in real time or not, right now, do you? No, I know. I'm. I, I just figured that it took me a while to figure that out. It took me a while to figure that out. I finally figured it out. My fucking God, this is so fucking confusing. But I figured it out. I figured it out. So he got a, he got a, he got a French fry lodged in his throat? Yeah, French fry from McDonald's. Mmm, those are good. <laughs> Listen, next time you go to, like, a playback or something, please just, like, go, I'm going to play back something for you. That way I'm not, like, stupidly, like, answering your questions on a previously recorded thing where you're like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> okay, I'll, fair enough. I'll warn you next time. Now, Thank Selena, you, um, you when, when you were seven years old, you, you sang for Pope John Paul II at Candlestick Stadium for over 50,000 people? What, what did you sing for the Pope? Um, I sang this little trio with two other, like, seven- or eight-year-olds, and uh, I don't remember the song at all. Something about mountains, like being high okay. and majestic, whatever. But mm-hmm. um, it was through uh, my sister was singing with the San Francisco Girls Chorus, and 
they had this little trio of kids, and one of the kids dropped out, and I was just standing there singing along. And they were like, hey, why don't you do it? So I ended up doing it. <laughs> and then my dad also, he's a choreographer in, in the Bay Area, and he choreographed this ballet to kind of like bring Pope John Paul and like welcome him into the Candlestick Stadium. So my whole family was basically involved in the in the the welcoming of Pope John Paul. And did Pope Hester was he was he texting on his on his cell phone during your song? Well, there were really cell phones were a rare commodity back then. <laughs> so was he texting on his rotary phone then? On his rotary phone inside of his big, like, plexiglass box. <laughs> um, hey, J- Jonathan, I have some news for you. Yes? Uh, Nikki, Nicole in the chat room said, Selena may be the best Blazing Ride guest of all time. Apologies to Rip Torn. Oh, no. <laughs> Did you guys have Rip Torn on? No. Apologies for Rip Torn? What? <laughs> Rip Torn we'll comes on the show all the time. We'll explain later, Selena. See, yeah, what? isn't Rip Torn dead? No. I keep guns in my apartment. What? Rip Torn just called in again. I don't want to take you on the beach. <laughs> oh, dear. Rip, you got to get off the line. All right. Let's get back to you. Um, Just like, okay. well, listen, if, if on, honestly, I, I think a lot of people are dead who aren't dead. Um, what about Larry King? Do you know that he's alive? For example, no, for example, um, <laughs> I'm actually, wait, 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 dead or alive, here we go. Is Rip Torn dead or alive? <laughs> he's 80. Okay, he's, he's 80 years he's old. He's definitely alive. He's definitely yeah, alive. <laughs> I thought he died. Oh God. Well listen, just listen to the first pot my first podcast uh I did. Then Cameron asks me if I um who my favorite act who my favorite dead actress was. And I promptly said Angela Lansbury. <laughs> Which That's we all know. That's right. She's alive. She's alive and well. Was she was she already on Broadway? What do you mean was she already on Broadway? She was in starring on Broadway. Yes, she was starring on Broadway. In a little night music. (laughs) Yes. And you thought she was dead. That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, probably Hmm. Jameson. Think about those things. But Rip Torn is alive and well, Selena. Yes, Rip Torn is alive. I'm happy to hear that because I really enjoy Rip Torn. I'm happy to hear that. I don't know why I thought that. I feel like I saw something that where he was dead, but I could be wrong. Well, you probably saw his mouth. I obviously saw. <laughs> true, true. There's like photos of him where he looks scary. <laughs> do you know, Selena, do you know that he accidentally broke into a bank at gunpoint thinking it was his house when he was drunk driving in Connecticut one night? I just saw that. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. okay. Now, that's my kind of. That's my kind of guy. We're talking about this broken leg podcast. Um, so this this podcast is is all about um, backstage stories, audition horrors, and the Broadway scene. What would you say is the worst 
audition that you've ever had or the worst story you've ever heard? You pick which one you want to talk about. Well, you know, I usually like to just talk about myself, so I'll just talk about myself. <laughs> um, let me see. Uh, my worst audition horror story, uh, there's so many because I'm a, I'm a terrible auditioner. But this wow. this this would have to be my worst. All right. So picture you're in an audition room with men and women and, and who are all amazing tap dancers, and you are a mediocre tap dancer. Okay, tap uh, dancer, like I, I, I can really fake it. I, I can fake it so well I was in 42nd Street on Broadway as, as any time any, so obviously I can fake oh, it awesome. well. Oh, awesome. I'm good friends with Randy Skinner, so yeah, I know a mm-hmm. lot of people from that show. So great, I fooled Randy Skinner. So, yeah. So, anyway, so I'm in, in a room with a bunch of guys and girls. We're all auditioning for the leads in, um, oh, my God, what was the show? Yankee Doodle Dandy or something. <laughs> and uh, and um, it's a tap show. And we all learn the combination. And then they're like, all right, so we're going to call you up one at a time. Oh. To, in front of everyone to do the tap routine solo in front of everyone. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So starting with blah, 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 whatever. So people go, start going, and the the guy who was the choreographer was like, hopefully, the, I don't know. I don't know if this is going to be good because I don't know how many of your listeners know tap. But anyway, so they they wanted this one move to move, this one, like, tap step to move a lot, Right. And mm-hmm. so I was, like, taking that into normal. I was like, yeah, I can do that, I can do that. Anyway, so I went to go, and I, w- I was doing this the thing alone. I was doing okay. I was really nervous, so I was missing a few little sounds here and there. And then, But I go to do my move and do it big, and I end up, um, my feet end up going a lot farther than my actual body, and I end up getting uh, parallel. Okay. I end up flying parallel to the ground and banging down on my feet. Face. Oh, and it was so bad that everybody gasped. I got up. The choreographer was like, "Oh my God, are you okay?" <laughs> it was like it was like the <laughs> piano stopped. People gasped. It was silent. The fucking choreographer came up to me and he was like, "Are you okay?" And then I got up and I brushed myself off. And uh, and then the, actually the people behind the table they were like. You don't have to go again if you don't want to. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's the I was worst. like, that's the and I was worst. like, I'm gonna do this, and so I did it again. So I did the, I did the thing again. I didn't fall again, but God, I was just like, I gotta, I have to do it. I can't not. It's like you can't not do the routine and do it well after you do something like that. Right. You can't just be like, no, I need a minute. Because then it's like everyone knows you're feeling like shit and you hurt yourself really bad. <laughs> yeah. Those dancers, though, are so prepared. I, I've, my God. I mean, I take cat classes with a lot of those guys that you probably went the audition with. And I'm always impressed how spot on they are. And I'm a oh, good yeah. dancer, but not that good. I mean, I can keep up somewhat, but with like a jazz combination, even. I was back in the city last week, and there was a very fast combination. It took me a while to get this particular sort of move step. Everybody else, it was like almost like an army, you know. Everybody well, did it, you know, almost at the same right. time. Right. Well, listen, listen, 
Listen, Jonathan. Okay, not of just because. Listen, you were a child star. You didn't have to work on your talent. That was the problem. You're just gonna have to catch up now. Not everybody's gonna coddle you in the audition room. So you better take some classes and get better, or hey, you can just go hey. to college and get smart. What? Hey, hey, I actually <laughs> did take one. And by the way, actually, people thought I was a great singer back in the day. So. I don't know. Did you say were? Were a great singer. I, I was a great Past voice <laughs> That's what I meant to say. Was a great voice Listen, but, uh, coulda, shoulda, woulda, of, uh, was, has been. I, I, hey, I still train. I still train. Well, good for you, but that, that 20 years you lost high uh, in a room with hookers, just like out of your mind, heroin, just like the, the on the top floor okay, of the, the plaza of hotel with the with the curtains closed and you got your bottle of whiskey. Those years have been lost forever. So you've got uh, a lot of catching up to do. Well, let's get back to the subject at hand. So you, you said you did the, you said you did what? the second um, I did. What was your favorite? You did Cats, 42nd Street, Dracula, and Tarzan. The last <laughs> two were pretty intense. They seemed pretty intense from what you were telling me when we were on the broken <laughs> leg. What was your favorite out of all of them? Okay. Don't hate me for saying this, but Cats was my favorite Broadway show. <laughs> because. Uh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because, because it was the most rewarding show of all of them. Basically, you go on stage, you, you dance your ass off, you lose like 20 pounds every single show. It feels <laughs> good to do that. It just felt good to do that, although I am permanently injured from that show, but it was it was the most rewarding thing. And it was also my first Broadway show. I was young, and I had a, like, a really good time. So How old were you then? What do you mean permanently injured? I, what happened? Oh, I hurt my back really bad. And, uh, and you had to keep plugging uh, away eight shows a week, I guess, huh? Yeah, I mean, it hurt. It's like a rib thing. It's like, um, uh, God, scar tissue on my ribs. So it just, my back hurts and my rib uh, hurts a lot all the time. So I mean, I've gotten and, used to any kind of pain, but it's it's a constant little little pain. It's just always there. Did, didn't you almost get killed doing Dracula? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I, um, sorry, I'm eating a cheese egg. Um, I almost got killed doing I almost got killed doing Tarzan. Um and Dracula, um, I guess you could say I was almost killed by a, a like one ton weighing um coffin. <laughs> wow. What we do for a living is so ridiculous. Right now I'm in uh, I'm in Cambridge doing um Prometheus Bound. It's like a new That's right. Mhm. It's a rock show. Now how's that going? It's going. It's going fine. It's going well. It's um, System of a Down, the Search Tankian from System of Down rock music. And it's all real loud. It's, it's loud rock music, which I like. Um, it's strange though. It's it's a very it's very strange music, and the 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 play has been adapted from um, an old Greek play. So the the dialogue is very poetic as well. So it's very very strange, but it's interesting. You know, it's a very interesting show. But in the we we have to climb up ladders and and like 
uh, I'm climbing around within the space on everything. And the other two girls who are, are with me, we play the Daughters of the Ether, and we're like these bird-type girls, whatever. And um, they're young. They're like 22 and 24. And, like, <laughs> like I'm the older one. And I have, like, every time I have to climb up a ladder or, like, climb over a big piece of, like, metal or something or, like, hop up on stage or something, I'm just like, I'm too old for this. <laughs> just so old sometimes. <laughs> well, thank goodness you're not flying around like Spider-Man. That, that's that's mm. a relief. That's true. Although it would be fun. Yeah. I, I can't say I'm not having fun. I may, I'm making plan. Very, by the way, uh, a Blaze and Rye favorite because she's in this oh, really? as well. Yeah, she is. She yeah, is. She's gonna. She's gonna guest on. She's gonna guest on my podcast too. She's um. She's crazy. Oh. She's a crazy lady, but fun. <laughs> she's a one crazy lady. Um, it's funny. It's just funny. It's a good cast. We have a great cast. So, um, it's been fun, kind of putting the show together. We're doing. We're in our run. And then um, the day after we close the Oberon Club, where we're performing Prometheus Bound, wants me and Michael Cuneo's band. Who we we both sound our bands are similar. They sound like um, Guns N' Roses. It's like hard rock metal. We're going to do a double bill there at the Oberon Club, so it'll be fun on April third. It'll be really fun. Excited. And what's your your band yeah. called? We're called The Deafening. The Deafening. Where can people go check them out online? You, got, you, um, you can check us out um, thedeafening.com and then there's a bunch of links to like our iTunes and all like our MySpace and Twitter and Facebook blah every like on their front page so I'm so enthusiastic about it no I am sorry <laughs> <laughs> there's, just so, there's just so many fucking links and like pages and like band pages and MySpace and Facebook and Twitter and like all these things on fucking internet. It's driving me fucking crazy. I can't keep them all straight. So yeah, just go to thedeafening.com and you'll see all our links there. So you can check us out. And if you follow us on Twitter, you will get a free download. A free song. Oh. And it is going to be a good song. (laughs) <laughs> it's not like a shitty <laughs> song. It's like a good song. So. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, okay, so also what's been going on lately, I saw that you, you Twitter dittered. Uh, tomorrow I got to work with Cindy Lopper. Holy crap. Uh, is, is that, that's, that's, that's one of your idols, right? Yeah, Cindy Lopper. um Cindy Lauper, Janice Joplin, who I'll never meet, and Ann Wilson, who is apparently crazy. <laughs> but, I mean, I guess Cindy Lauper is kind of crazy, too. But it was really fun, like, to, to work with her. I met her. I was like, oh, my God. Hi, I'm Selena. And she was like, who are you? I was like, I'm Selena. She's like, who do you play? I was like, I play Nicola. She's like, oh, yeah, I really liked your audition. You sang the song really good. Have you heard my demo? <laughs> Uh, I I do a pretty good impersonation for him. She's like, have you heard my demo? And I was like, um, uh, no. Uh, she was like, well, let me send you my demo. And so I, I gave him my I gave her my email address, and she um she emailed me that night with her demo. So I was like, oh sweet, I have Cindy Lauper's email address. 
<laughs> so like <laughs> so anyway i wrote her back and i was like thanks for the 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 um the demo and then i put a big smiley face but like but not the the little emoticon but like the the text one you know where it's like the equal i put like the equal sign and the capital d so it's like a big happy smiley face and um and then she wrote back she was like you're welcome what does that mean? <laughs> so she was wondering what that meant. And I was like, oh, if you look at it sideways, it's a smiley face, and you can also put it like this, which is like the, what the, you know, the parenthesis and the and the two dot, the semicolon, the, the colon, whatever the fuck. I don't know anything about grammar. Anyway, so um, <laughs> she, uh, so then she wrote back. She was like, oh, I get it. Thanks for the pointer. And then she put a happy face at the end of her thing, and then she apparently emailed one of the other actors a demo and put a happy face at the end of her, of her thing. So I have profoundly affected Cindy Lauper in the email world. I'm thrilled. I mean, that's a pretty great accomplishment. I know. I'm, I'm a die-happy girl. But no, it was, it was kind of amazing being around someone like Cindy Lauper, you know? And also, I mean, I did, um, I basically did a reading of um, a show called Kinky Boots, mm-hmm. and um, Barry Mitchell is direct, directing that, and Hal Luftig yeah, and Daryl yeah. Roth are producers, and um, Harvey Feierstein wrote the book, so the idea, like, the, the idea that I had worked with those people in that caliber was just such an amazing, amazing thing for me. I was so... I was so thrilled. I mean, it was just oh, the best, like, week of my life, <laughs> you know, to be a lead in that show. It was just like, I'm, I made it, even though I, like, <laughs> I, like, I'm only doing the readings. It was like, I still felt, like, so accomplished from that, you know? It was really yeah, cool. Yeah, that. That is quite the accomplishment. Mm-hmm. I have a question for Selena Carvajal. Hey! Oh, oh, no. Go ahead. <laughs> Look who just joined us. It's Ben Cameron. <laughs> I have a question for Selena oh, Carvajal. Hi, everybody. I'm Hi, everyone. Hi. Hi, everyone. I miss you so much. I miss you, too. I have, I have a que- my question for Selena Carvajal is, um, what do you know about emoticons and is there anyone especially famous that you've helped uh, verse them with emoticons? I just really? told my story. Rachel. You just told the story? <laughs> Damn it. She's That's not a good question. I'll, I'll come up with another one. Come up with another one, Ben. I miss you. I'll come you. up with another one. Um, let's, uh, how many shots of whiskey does it take <laughs> Selena Carvajal to go completely under? <laughs> One. <laughs> One. I, I'd like I'd like to share a story if I may. Oh please! Oh my God! Uh, for all of our Blazing Rye listeners, uh-huh. I, had, I had the great pleasure of actually making my way down to the Crash Mansion a, a few a, what a, a month or two ago. My birthday, yeah, January thirtieth. Yeah. Yeah. On what, what was your when was your birthday? Well, January 29th was the show, but my birthday is January 30th, just so everyone knows. <laughs> yeah. Um, she's registered at Crate and Barrel for her birthday. Um, and, and I got to see – I'm such a I'm such a bad pal and, and co-host, 
but I uh, I got to see finally got to see the deafening perform live, which is an outrageous experience, and they're fucking awesome. If I can say fucking, you um, can. I guess you and, can because I've been saying what do you people ask, fuck so. shit, whatever. Go ahead. Uh, we're, we, that's right, explicit rating, people. And um, <laughs> and I I drink Jameson with, with Selena quite a bit. And uh, and on stage, some man brought her uh, four shots of Jameson um, to the stage while she was in full death metal sex fiend moment. And Miss Thing downed three of them in a row and continued Ooh. on with the show. And it was all very badass, and it was awesome, and it was rocking. And then she came off the stage, and she was like, yeah, and she was having a good time. And then we didn't see her for about 45 minutes to an hour. <laughs> and we didn't know where she had gone. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, and eventually we found out she was in the bathroom. But upon her coming out of the bathroom, she was like, I don't know what everyone's so concerned about. She was like, I went in there, I sat on the toilet, I dropped my keys, I picked them up, and here I am. We're like, that took you an hour. So Jesus. So, so, so I must have so, sat on the toilet and just like pondered my life. <laughs> it was awesome. It was it was awesome. It was a, it was a rock and roll moment. I po- I listen. Pop? I probably just sat there and pondered my my existence for an hour. Didn't even think that it was that long. I just like the the time the time of it all just went was completely off. You're like all I did was I dropped my keys. I picked them no, up. I walked out. Everything fell out of my pockets when I went to the bathroom because I put my pants down and all everything fell out of my pockets. So I had to put, pick them all, pick it all back up, throw them in my pockets again when I flushed after I flushed the toilet. Right. So uh-huh. to me, it took it took not even five minutes. <laughs> Love that. Huh. And then, I mean, was I? Oh God! The only I, the only thing I can think is that the. The picture that I have in my mind is me like stumbling back and forth in that stall, trying to like kick the stuff up off the floor, like getting like my face getting dangerously close to the toilet seat, wearing <laughs> like, around, just kind of in stall careening back and forth. Uh, Selena, how how I I miss you. I just wanted to call in and say I miss you terribly. When do you come back? I miss you terribly too. I come back um, April fourth. I have a show with my band here in Cambridge. If I haven't said that enough, and uh, and then I'll be back. So I can't wait to start our podcast up again. So we do I have a yeah, we'll the show. The what? Uh, well, we, we do have. have you, oh, sorry, Dan. Go ahead. So we do have a couple of weeks left to, if we want to if we want to trek out and see and see Prometheus Bound. Yeah, it's Trapper. Okay. You and Trapper listen to this. Okay, listen to this, you guys. So Trapper, uh, Trapper. Is next to me. Trapper won't talk Wait. to me anymore. I don't know why. I was like, what? what did I do wrong? No, I spoke to Selena. I spoke to Trapper. He's actually uh, knows somebody I really know. I bumped into him at John Arthur Green's concert, and he thinks very highly of you. I oh, really sure. won't return my phone calls or my text messages, and I'm really <laughs> sad. Oh listen, no! He I, told he, me. He, oh. Blackmore was on our show. Just uh, FYI. The what? We we had we had your old musical director on the show, Alex Blackmore. Oh my God! Did you? Yeah. What about Alex? I love Alex Blackmore. Yeah. He he did my first ever cabaret. He did. Mm Mhm. Oh, and now look at him—he's a big fancy Tony winner. 
I know, and look at me, I'm still in the same place I've ever been. Um, no, not true. Not true. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You're a star. No, no. So, so, so I get a text message from Trapper saying he's going to come up and see the show on Monday. Right, so, like, and I was going to come with him. And Ben was coming with him. Can I get them tickets? So I got them both comps to see the show. And I was so excited. And, like, I went, we go out into the crowd, and we, like, mingle with the crowd at the top of the show. And I was looking everywhere for them. And I was like, where's the camera? Where's Ben? I'm so excited. They were nowhere to be found. I was like, well, maybe they're going to be late. Whatever. I'll see them walk in. (laughs) Mary, uh, no, no Trapper, no Ben for an hour and a half. Oh. And then I go looking around again, and I'm looking for them again. Hello? Hi. Still there? Hey. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I go looking for them again, and no no one's around. I look at my phone, no text message, no email, no phone call, no nothing, no <gasps> nothing. No one's going to come and see me. Selena, no, we planned the whole thing out, and then I went out of town, and I, and I was coming back, and I was going to hop the train and meet Trapper on the train, and we were coming up. And then... He and I just never spoke about it again, and I, I I'm, so, I'm just so sorry. I want to say that on, on air. I'm just so sorry. <laughs> how, how fucking oh awful God. of us. This is I the voice like, and I exclusive. <laughs> how then awful was, of us. Then I was just like, a, then I was oh, just no, like, oh, cops and everything? Yes, and then oh, I was my. really worried. I was really oh, worried, my. actually. I was oh. like, well, maybe because something Because with anything could have happened. Yes, maybe something happened. Maybe they got sidetracked at some local gay bar, and then they got, like, ass-raped or something. Couldn't make it on the way Right, because they were too busy getting ass-raped. Oh, darn it. <laughs> darn it. Oh, okay. I got worried. We don't, we, we don't have the explicit rating here, but speaking of explicit ratings, while we still have you, Ben, how, yeah. why did you guys get into the uh, the, the podcasting world uh, with your very popular Broken Leg podcast? Is it all your your crazy wonderful stories that you have that that made you and uh, you two want to do this? It was well, it, it was the Broken Leg podcast was really Selena's brainchild. Um, it was my it, idea. It was your originally, idea. And, originally, I was going to do it by myself with Paul yeah. Leshen on the piano, but then. So I was like, well, maybe Ben will be my first one, and he'll kind of get me in the swing of things. And then we had so much fucking fun that I that was, was just like, well, Ben, why don't you we just do my together. like, why don't we just do this together? Yeah. And so that's how that ended up happening. And it's been magic ever since because we, because I think our first podcast when I was the guest, which he was that the day of the, was that after Cinco de Mayo? Was that the day we spent about forty five minutes talking about burritos? No, 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 no. no. Cinco de Mayo was later. Well, I was later. Later. We had a guest. We definitely had a guest. I remember. Okay. But yeah, we talked enough. about burritos and how pissed I was at that Yola's Cafe because we ordered something and it took like two hours for them to deliver. But of course, not realizing that it was Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, you just can't. You can't expect a, Order Mexican in. On the on Cinco de Mayo. No. But the rest, yeah. the, you know. But then the rest, of course, is show business history. Yes, of course. Right, and it's and it's that just gone, it's just be, it just become more and more unintelligible with every podcast. <laughs> Popular and unintelligible, as you as 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 you both remember, I'm sure. Yes. Um, yes. No, yes. but Ben uh, Leah Delaria yeah. has agreed to do it, and Gavin Creel wants to do it as well. So. Fantastic! I, 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 I love Gavin. Yeah. yeah, I should have some good guests. We should. We'll have some good guests when we get back. I'm excited um, about that. Yeah, I've just been 
busy and ugh, God, oh, well, busy with new shows. I I don't know. I I can't do new shows anymore. They're, they're hard. <laughs> can I? Well, can I do a quick plug while I'm on the air? Uh, fine. <laughs> I can do a plug Robbing my show. Listen, I just want to say to everybody that it is St. Patrick's Day, and and we are we're going we're being fucking St. Patrick's Day crazy at Broadway Sessions tonight. So everyone's invited. I do have I do have championship Irish step dancing faggot uh, who, will, who will be performing tonight. He's going to play the harp and he's going to step dance, and I think he'll be wearing a kilt. So step dancing who? I'm an Irish step dancing. I I have a championship Irish step dancing faggot. Uh, uh, named Russell Brown. You can go to russellpatrickbrown.com, and I've got. Uh, it's going to be all sorts of crazy stuff and green drinks. So if everybody could join us at Broadway Sessions tonight, I think we're going to have an awfully good time. Yay! Well, that's all. Plug over. I miss you. <laughs> I miss you so much. I can't believe a trap right did that, and I'm and I'm working with him on a on a new thing, and I I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna flog both of us. And Trapper and I are supposed to be going over like we we're supposed to have booked a date at like Le Poisson Rouge for my Janice show and that never yeah. happened. He won't return my phone calls and he won't do anything. And I'm like, I don't know what's He's a going busy on. Guy. I was like, my Did daddy. I say something did I say something wrong? And like now you never oh, want to gosh, talk to no. me again, no, I I'm like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> he's got I'm he's so got his finger, he's got his hands in so many pots, I think. You just gotta text the bitch, right? You just gotta text, just the, text bitch the bitch. Back. Press the button. Come on, Trevor, just text the bitch. Trevor, if you're listening, text the bitch. Text the text bitch. Text the bitch. <laughs> um, as I walked through Times Square earlier because I was doing the Walk of Shame um, on my way home at, at my way home at noon. Um, I can't and, wait to hear about you that. You must have met someone last night at the Cove Grove. I uh, well, it's it's a repeat offender. It's all going very well. I'll tell you all about it off air. But uh, oh, he's a very he's a very handsome gentleman, and we've had like four four in a row here. And I don't know. Words were said last night that were very very interesting. Um, but I was walking through Times I was walking fr- through Times Square, full of shame, running into people, of course, and like, oh hi guys. <laughs> no, I, this is how I like to do my hair. Um, and. Uh, there were at noon. You better believe some of those bars right around Eighth Avenue there were already packed, already oh, packed, God. drunk ass, the wrong kind of people. I can't. I can't do. Has anybody encountered this yet today? Has anybody what? Has anybody encountered this yet today? I haven't gone outside no. for that very okay. reason. I, I look every time St. Patrick's Day rolls around. I usually am in a show. Um, on Broadway, yeah. and I usually have to go by all those midtown bars, and I used to have yeah. red hair, which was the, the curse. Of, I mean, that was like a curse to have my hair red because the guys, the, the disgusting, like, uh, beer, like, just drunk already, and it's like, uh, yeah, I'm on my way to a matinee. It's like two, it's like one o'clock, and I'm on my way to my matinee, and they're drunk, and they come out, and they're like, hey, happy, happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> they're disgusting. Who are they? Who are they? Where do they come from? Do they all live in the city? Stupid people. I don't know, but they're just stupid. It's like, look, if you want to drink and be belligerent, you can do it any night you want. Any night of the week. We call call this and New Year's Eve amateur night. Right, amateur night. You you want to get plastered, do it at 2 o'clock in the afternoon on a Thursday. 
But St. Patrick's Day, please. Yeah. Well, I'm in Boston, where they take St. Patrick's Day really seriously. I'm a little little perturbed. I think you should hide. I'm in Atlanta, where they party it up like crazy here. Oh, my God. Well, everyone, I just want everyone to be very safe tonight, today. Jonathan, Jonathan, just, you know, be safe. Don't go back on, don't get... Don't fall off that wagon now, all right? No, you know what I'm talking about. Much. You know uh, what I'm talking about. Go for the top ridges. My goodness. I got the Betty Ford Clinic phone number right here. On speed <laughs> dial for you, buddy. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Cameron, I have a question for you. You for me? Who? Yeah. Um, have I permission on this on this episode of Blade and Rye to play twenty questions? Do you have permission? Do you- can, can I have your permission to do it? Do it now, yes. Oh, do sure, it right now. I don't fucking okay. care. Do it. I'll look at, I stole my 20 questions from, from Ben. I know. I'm stealing it from Selena, stealing it from Ben. Great. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Okay. Like Johnny Coaster, so to... David Letterman. With who, are, who, are you, who are you asking questions to, Selena? Um, I, well, I, if we, we could do all three, but go very quickly. Does that work? Okay, go. Okay. Good okay. luck. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, okay. Uh, uh, what's the weirdest question you've ever had to answer on the Facebook? Start with you, Selena. On Facebook? What's the yeah. weirdest question? Yeah, you said you have a I lot don't... of people asking you weird stuff. Um, uh, no? Will you be my friend? All right. Mine would be relationship status. <laughs> weird. Nothing tomorrow? What, what did Ben say? Relationships. Relationships. Oh, what's um, my weird? Oh, I get you. I don't. Okay. Eve. I'll pass. pass. This is, okay. Listen, listen this Ryan, if you want to play 20 questions, if you want to play 20 questions, they have to be quick answers. You can't have, like, what's your – you can't overthink. Come on. Go. Here I'll we just go. Give yeah, me yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Rapid fire. Dance belt, dance belt or jockstrap? Jockstrap. <laughs> jockstrap. Yes, but no. <laughs> okay. uh, who is your favorite male actor, Selena Carvajal? Mm. Uh, oh, God. Christian Bale. I'll just say that. Ben, ben uh, me. <laughs> Jonathan DeMar. <laughs> who said that? What, what, who said me? Liam Schreiber. Schreiber. I did. Mm. That is Ben. Liam Schreiber. <laughs> Good. Okay. Next. Next, who is your favorite male actress, Selena Carvajal? Angela Lansbury. All right. <laughs> ben Cameron. B. Arthur. <laughs> Jonathan DeMar. Uh, uh, Christina Applegate. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. I don't even know what that means. Ben- <laughs> what, 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 wait a minute. Let's you pause have, the like, what does that mean, listen- Ben Cameron? What does that mean? What, what does that mean? I, it means that you've got very weird feelings about Christina Applegate. <laughs> it means you have a very Jonathan, skewed I, view of vision of her. Jonathan is really sitting, he's sitting at home and he's got the TV on and Married with Children came on and like oh, Christina my. Applegate like walked by and he's like Christina Applegate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Where you going? Okay. Um, next question. We're, we're gonna have to talk Jondemar. about this later, Ben. All right. What? <laughs> Okay. Next question: John Demar or paper towels, Selena? Oh, paper towels. 
John, John DeMar, every time. Jonathan DeMar. Since I'm always, I, I have such an ego, John DeMar. Okay. <laughs> you would, you fucking child has been actor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. It always Impossible to choose question. Jonathan Tamar. Thirty Rock. Hey, look at that, Jonathan. Um, we have something in common. <laughs> oh, let the heal, let the healing begin. Besides, besides Randy Skinner. Besides Randy Skinner. Besides Randy, what? What? Never, okay. Randy Skinner. Uh, all my children, or as the world turns, Selena Carvajal. All my children. Hello. Ben Cameron. The Golden Girls. Jonathan <laughs> Damar. All my children. Thank you for being in. Is that when we have to sing that now? Yeah, no, not work. yet. Look at the no. end. This okay. is the end of the pot. Oh, you're right. You're right. Okay. Um, uh, Bieber or Swift? Selena. Oh, um, none of the above. Ben. Please repeat the question. Bieber or Taylor Swift? Can I can I can oh, I re I'll, re- take, I'll that? take I'll take I'll take being boiled in oil. <laughs> Jonathan Damar. None of the above. <laughs> I, oh, I yeah, said, yeah. Yes. Miranda Crossgrove. <laughs> Look around. Okay, okay go. Uh, oh, in yeah. the oh boy. The cute girl. In the the or Pat- I know I remember her, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. In the Heights or Passing Strange, Selena? It, what? What are these questions? In the Heights or Passing Strange? Cats. Uh, <laughs> Cameron. Wicked. <laughs> and John DeMar. I'm, with my, I'm going with my buddy Alex Lackamore uh, in the Heights all the way. Man, Selena and Ben, you two are so uh, unashamedly self-promoting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. They are. Uh, they really what, are. What is your they favorite are. guilty pleasure guilty pleasure website, Selena Carvajal? Uh, Bloomberg dot com. <laughs> oh. Ben Cameron. I watch tons and tons of online porn. And you pay for it. <laughs> I do. We've talked about this. Moving on. John Demar. Bokio dot com. Look it up. Oh. Oh, well, gee, you're serious on that one, aren't you? <laughs> Doesn't sound very guilty to me. All right, moving on. Here. All right, um, it's a lot more Conan guilty than Twitter. Uh, all right. Conan or Letterman, Selena? Conan. I, I, Letterman, but I, but I, you know who I really like is Craig Ferguson. Oh, Craig Ferguson oh, is awesome. Okay. I like his accent a lot. Oh, I just think uh, he's a nice guy. Love Craig Ferguson. Uh, John... John Demar. Uh, I love them both. Can't decide. Mr. Demar. Jonathan Demar, are you like? Are you taking a shit? Hello. Are, yeah, are you going to the bathroom? I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I said I can't decide. Are you serious? I love what? them both. 
I hate Leno. Right, if that makes you feel any better. We all hate Leno. All right. <laughs> all right. Yeah. There's some idiot who actually loves him. Nobody loves them. They're on. just falling asleep when they go to bed. You know, they're falling asleep with <laughs> the TV when they watch Leno. That's great. As Howard Stern always describes, it's like the whack jobs who stay up and watch that buffoon. He says uh, he must be in a coma. <laughs> All right. Next up is uh, American office or British office, Selena Carvajal. What? What are these questions? I don't fucking care. <laughs> uh, American office. I guess uh, I don't know. American office. Okay. Next question. Whatever happens to predictability, Selena Carvajal? What? Whatever happens to predictability. Oh, um, we mean whatever happened to predictability. Is, uh, everywhere. <laughs> uh, what show? Huh? Ben Cameron? Nothing. Oh, uh, predictability went out the window when I started drinking. Uh, John tomorrow. It went out the window, Ryan, when you started making inside jokes that I had no oh, idea perfect coming from Syracuse University. <laughs> no, it's not Perfect Strangers. It's Full House. It's Full House? Oh, whatever <laughs> happened to predictability? Lose oh, the TV. Lose our TV. That show's terrible. Nah. Yeah, what a terrible show. Different strokes. I do like that it ends with Scooby Doo Wow. As every Like a new day has begun. Scooby Doo Wow would be great. Okay. Um, uh, who can turn the world on with her smile, Selena? Who turns the world on with her smile? Who does turn the world on with her smile? That's um. Um. Mary Tyler Moore. <laughs> That's good. Ben Cameron. Selena Carvajal. Aww. Very nice. Very sweet. Jonathan Damar. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Jonathan, what are you doing over there? It sounds like now you're like, what is going no, on? I'm just thinking. I'm... Are you masturbating? You can't even see what I'm doing. So what are you... You can't even see what I'm doing. I didn't even want to say anything. Like oh I didn't want to God. say that because I didn't want to seem so all the listeners exactly out there. This is pretty nuts. This is just pretty nuts. I'll go with this now. Are you only saying this is pretty nuts because you're playing with your nuts right now, and that's the only thing you can? Think oh about? my God! Come on. Oh come on. Okay. Now it's go a little on. Mac. Okay. Who? Are you, okay, Ben, uh, I'm going to address this to you first. Who, what, would you say that your life is a hot mess or a disaster patrol? Who is? You, what? yourself. Am I a hot mess or am I disaster control? Is that what you're asking? Oh, God, he's a hot mess. Disaster, let me, let me disaster answer that patrol. question. <laughs> I'm a hot okay, mess. Okay, you can answer it about each other. Selena, you answer hot it Hot mess, hot mess. Ben is a hot mess. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And, and is Selena... Is Selena a hot mess or a disaster patrol? Uh, Selena's a hot mess. <laughs> and uh, uh, John Demar, do you have I'll anything answer, to say about this? I'll, listen, I'll answer for Jonathan Demar. Jonathan Demar, <laughs> hot disaster. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Actually, I was going to say hot so, mess. A hot disaster of a mess patrol. He's all about. Next, 
Um, duck butter Wait a minute. or Me slug or her? juice? Huh? huh? Duck butter or slug juice, John Demar? Uh, slug juice? Duck butter? Are you kidding me? Uh, Fresca. And Selena? Iced tea from Starbucks. Mm. <laughs> okay, Ben Cameron or Paul Lesson? Selena Carvajal. <gasps> Don't make me oh, that, curious, you're so mean. Oh, that's, that's low. Both. <laughs> I refuse to answer that question because I love them both. <laughs> ben Cameron? Uh, I choose Paul Lesson. <laughs> no comment, it's very hard to choose. Okay. Um fair enough. Alright, let's 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 uh close this up. Sex in the City or the Golden Girls? <gasps> Both Selena, you know what to do. Ooh, find the Golden Girls. This, this, yeah. this is tough for Selena because she was I know in the Sex in the City remake. Listen, it's the Golden Girls. It's remake. Girl. What was in the movie? <laughs> remake. The movie. They haven't remade the movies yet. <laughs> it just came well, out. I, I call it the remake of the TV show. <laughs> well, they made and, it into and, a movie. Yeah, no, it was a movie. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I always hear it's a remake of the movie. So hmm. I call it a remake. <laughs> well, thanks, Cameron. Um, Golden Girls. And John <laughs> My uh, is depending on this question, so Golden oh. Girls all the way. <sighs> yes, thank you. Uh, bum, bum, bum. Thank, thank you, you for, for being, being a, a friend. friend. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, well, listen, I've, I've got to run, it. but I just want to say that I love you all. Love you too. Love you too. And uh, hopefully, maybe I'll see you tonight, Ryan. And yes. Flynn, I love you more than life itself. And Jonathan Demar, keep on trucking, good buddy. Bye, everybody. I love it. All right, bye, Mr. Cameron. All right, Selena, since we only have 10 minutes left, we need to play a game. We always play on the show called Hot or Hot Mess. Just open it up where I give you a list of things. You tell me if they're hot or a hot mess. Are you ready? I'm ready. Uh, Spider-Man, turn off the dark. Hot or hot mess? Oh, God, hot mess. Okay. John DeMarco, you got a couple hot messes? It's kind of depressing. Hot, hot mess. (laughs) Okay. Oh, my God, it's the worst thing I've ever seen, my God. I haven't seen seen it yet. Just reading about what they're doing, it's just hot mess. Okay, go ahead. What's the next question? Do you have another one? Uh, Am I supposed to elaborate on this? No, no, no. John DeMar, you, you throw out some hot or hot messes for Selena. Okay. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, oh, uh, Charlie Sheen, hot or hot mess? <laughs> hot mess? Hot mess. Hot mess. Why? Jesus Christ. Why? Why? Oh, I don't know. I don't know why. The winning. <laughs> Listen, All right. he may be winning, but he's still a hot mess. Give me a hard one. And he's going to be on okay. tour as well, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah I know. He's touring around, what, just being himself. That's kind of amazing. I wish I could do that. <laughs> Make a lot of money. Yeah. This is uh, Ben Cameron's Neil Diamond impression. And girl, you'll be a woman soon. 
What? Is that hot or hot mess? Is that what you're asking me? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a hot mess. (laughs) (laughs) Ben is just a hot mess. Anything he does is a hot mess. John DeMar, do you care to react to that? I mean, Ben Cameron is, I mean, that is hot. It's kind of a sexy thing, you know, that he's got with the voice. (laughs) Girl, you'll be woman soon. Uh I mean, you get me every time. It gets me don't you fall time. off that what don't you fall off that wagon? Don't you dare fall off that <laughs> wagon. Don't you fall off hey, that wagon. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Just to clear the air. You better move on. You better you better you better clear the air here. Okay. Ryan, Selena knows some straight, right? Knows what? She knows I'm straight, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, I I know that. I think we moving discussed on. this on my podcast. Mo- moving on. All I mean, right, I'm not sure. Moving on, moving on. Uh, um, okay, uh, last up on a hotter hot mess. Unless I'm I'm forgetting some that we need to play, Jonathan. I'll, I'll, I'm going to close up with this one. You let me know if that's all right. This is uh, Leah Delaria's Ethel Merman impression. There's no business like show business like no business I know. There. <laughs> that's hot. That's hot. I've got I've got a hotter hot mess for you. Okay. For you, Ryan. What is it? Jonathan DeMar, hot or hot mess? Jonathan DeMar is surface of the sun hot, blazing hot. (laughs) Blazing hot, like blazing Ryan. What a way to tie that into your... uh... Your podcast. I'm pretty, pretty impressed. What, what, what a great market publicity link here. Yes. Listen, you got to lay off the drugs, Jonathan. Seriously. Hey, I've been hearing about you drinking, Selena. I don't know about me. We all know that it only I've, takes me like what shot. I've seen pictures of you at your birthday party. I mean, you know. There are pictures of my birthday party? <laughs> I saw I, something. No. <laughs> you a box. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. Just, right. you know, just okay. you got to you gotta get back on that wagon. I know you took a took a leg yeah. off and kind of riding the tide there, but just in all get back on and it'll all be okay. In all, in all seriousness, in all seriousness, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. doing this for fun, um, what's uh, coming up next for you after this show in Connecticut, in uh, Boston. In Cambridge. Um, I'm coming back to New York, and I think I'm, I'm filming um, the Big Gay Musical 2. It's called the Bigger Gay Musical uh, film. It's uh, in, uh, in, what, in, the fall, in the fall. And then I'm also um, then I'm working on a, a Peter Gabriel project that I've been working on for a while. So. And you did the original uh, movie. I did the original Big Game Musical, yeah. <laughs> with, with that uh, Michael Musto uh, cameo. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yes. My God. Uh, what, what was it like to work with him? I'm curious. I actually wasn't on set with him, though we were in the same scene. Um, I was. I never met him. I was never on set with him. So uh, I have no idea what it's like to work with Michael Musto. <laughs> <laughs> so we were uh, like one more question for you. We're getting a little feedback on your uh, your end of the phone line, so I'm not sure uh, if that takes some adjustment on your part or not. Um, but uh, yeah. let's uh, let's see what happens now. Um, Selena, a lot of 
Blazing Rye fans listen, uh, they they used to watch As the World Turns when it was on, and you worked with Michael Parks, is that his name? Yes, I, I did um, The Last Goodbye with Michael Park up in Williamstown. Uh, uh, no, the Last Goodbye is, is the Jeff Buckley show. And, uh, is it based on Romeo and Juliet? Yeah, it's just taking the Shakespeare, Romeo and Juliet, putting it to Jeff Buckley music as well. So um, Michael Park, he played, what did he play? The Capulet and Lord Capulet. And um, he was really fun to work with. He was he's a pretty fun guy. He was cool. Whatever. I, I mean, I, I spent such a short amount of time. It's not like I can really get to know anyone. Or it's not like we're best friends or anything. But he's a really cool, like, guy. He's fun. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Um, so so there you go. You Sorry about Selena, that. <laughs> next time you come on, uh, I want to talk to you about playing Trina the Prostitute on All My Children. Can can we get you back on to talk about that? Sure. Okay. Sure. Um, oh, God, how embarrassing. Yes, we can absolutely <laughs> talk about that if you want. <laughs> All right, thank you so much. This was awesome. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me on, you guys. Absolutely. Sure thing. Take care. Thanks for coming on. Take care. All right. Bye. 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 All right, Jonathan. Um, well, that was a whole lot of fun. It was. It certainly was. A little bit of craziness, I think. Don't you agree? <laughs> I yes, but but I that is what was to be expected. Uh, when it, when things got really crazy, people were dropping like flies out of that chat room. <laughs> That's it, it. Seemed like that was going on. I've been following, so it, it's interesting. But uh, yeah, what what then it came in a talented in. girl? What what a talented uh, girl, and uh, you know she's incredible. And um, it's it's nice when you get people like that to come on the show because you can talk about all sorts of things. And uh, she definitely has quite a resume. Oh, it's it's uh, yeah, it's very impressive. So. Um, Jonathan, uh, I just wanted to remind everyone to check out selenacarvahall.com, um, check out thedeafening.com, and, of course, uh, go to iTunes and search for the Broken Leg Podcast. In fact, when you search for Blaze and Rye on iTunes, the Broken Leg should come up as well, uh, since Blaze and Rye is mentioned in their description. So if you're looking up our show, you should find their show anyway. So make sure you download that, subscribe to that on iTunes. And I see no better fitting way to end this than by saying, if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. And lastly, Jonathan, you want to take us home? I'll say this. Every time I come on my show, for some reason, my image gets squished. (laughs) Is that how you want to end the show? John? All right. I'll say it. Somebody owes me a martini. Thanks for listening, everyone.